0: Gemara Erobin has been sponsored by Mr. Isaac Jamal and his wife Celia for their success, for their children's success, health, happiness, Beracha, <laughs> <laughs> ma'aseh Today's Daf is being studied for Refua Norman Silverstein Ben Mary and the mm-hmm. mm-hmm. flesh Ben-Has bin Garaz inna refan lahim mm-hmm. inna refan lahim inna refan lahim fatanafesh ulfuat al-guf ulfuat amkir rabbu bkhiny rasum bin Omar amen amen this is being studied la'un shmata kham barukh refael bin Miriam and Abraham bin Esther Ruach Hashem tnihem bin Eden amen we are going to begin on samikh hait amud sheni we're going to start um, two lines uh, from the bottom, we will start from Amar Mor. So the Gebara uh, in yesterday's Daf quoted a b'rita. I'm just going to review the b'rita with you for a second. The b'rita said, Hadar Im Nukhri. A guy lives in a Hatzer with a Goy, Tziduki or Baitosi, All these guys that are Jews that don't believe in Turasha Baal Peh. Hare Elu Osrin Alav. They so said they have the ability to oser uh, carrying in the hatsir. So the governor says, "Uma adarim There was a story of a certain tziduki. Okay, that's it's a Jewish guy that doesn't believe, and he was living in the courtyard with the uh, rabban in Yerushalayim. So rabban told his uh, told his children, "Banai." He said, my dear sons, take out whatever you want quickly into the Mavui, uh, and bring in whatever you want to bring in, uh, until this uh, abominable, despicable guy doesn't do something, meaning doesn't bring something into the Chatzed, because once he brings something in the he can. it's a retraction. He's able to retract uh, the fact that he gave over the Yiddishut. He's according to the Ban Gamalil, he holds, and uh, this is to the me he's explaining him, that a Tzeduki is a Jew, meaning that he doesn't have a deen of a goy, in the sense that he is able to relinquish rights. We learned that in the Mishnah, goy does not have a right to relinquish. The only way to get the goy out of the chaser is you have to rent his property, you have to rent his chaser. But a Tzeduki, he's able to. Relinquish. However, he can back out as well. So, therefore, the rabbi told them: once you make hazaka, meaning put your stuff in the hatzer or the mavui, that already cements it. That already locks it in. So he will not be able to retract. Okay. So that was the opinion of Rabbi Meir. So now we go to the Gemara today. Amar mor... We had a statement that we were quoting in this, Brayta, (laughs) (laughs) Take out whatever you're going to take out into the Mavui. Bring in whatever you want to bring in. (laughs) Until before this abominable guy is going to take out, or is going to bring out something, (laughs) You mean to say, You mean to say, which means, you mean to say that when Rabbi Gamayel's children were going to bring something into the chaser, and then the tzeduki uh, is going to bring something in the chaser, are you going to tell me that it's not going to be asur? Which means the retraction ends, or his rights to retract end, once the rabbi's sons put the things in the chaser. Does that mean that? So the gibberish says, what do you mean? We learned the name Mishnah. It's actually Mishnah on the Amud Bet. Mishnatan reshuto. A person, let's say, uh, gave up his, relinquished his rights in the chazer. Mishnatan reshuto. Okay. Vehotzi ben beshogeg ben and then after he relinquished his rights, he ended up bringing something into the chazer from his house whether he did it unintentionally, or whether he did it on purpose. So what does the Mishnah say? Osir. He has the ability to osir now on the rest of the members of the chaser, meaning that that's considered a retraction. Once he puts his stuff in the chaser, it shows what? That which he relinquished, he's changing his mind. And it doesn't matter according to this opinion, which is actually the meir, whether he did it on by Bishogeg, or he did it Bimezid. Okay, now... When it says, Natan um, Rishutor, it's mashma. he gave it over, meaning he gave it over completely. Meaning, not only did he mevatil the reshut, Natan Rishutor's mashma that the uh, members of the Hatzer subsequently made a hazakah as well. And still, what is the Mishnah saying? Once he puts his stuff back into the Hatzer, it's considered a retraction. So that goes against what we just learned in the braita, the way that Bimi'ir quoted the story with Rabban Gamliel, that he told them, uh, told the sons, put your stuff in the hatzer, so this guy can't uh, retract. What do you mean, from this braita, over this Mishnah, you see clearly, that even if he was noten shoot, still, once he puts the stuff back in, regardless, it is considered a retraction enough to oser the other members of the hatzer, And the Mishnah... Uh, concludes. Uh, so the Gemara says, how does the Gemara answer? Amar Rabbi Yosef so Rabbi Yosef answers very simply. Am I Okay, change the language of that Mishnah. Instead of saying that the uh, 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 fellow is Osef, when he puts the stuff in the uh, Hatzer, he's in Osef. Why? Because once the other members made Hazaka. It's over. His rights of hazara are finished. Exactly like the bimmiir taught in the breita. So comes says, different answer. Abaye Amar says la kashya, no question. Kanchi hazik b'nei mavui b'mavui? lo haziku mavui b'mavui? We can answer very simply. It depends if the members of the babui made hazaka or not. If they made hazaka, meaning they put their stuff in the Hazer before the Goy did. So then already, with his relinquishment and their putting stuff in the Mavui, that already is considered uh, the point of no return. The uh, fellow cannot make Hazara. And that was the Braita. (coughs) The Mishnah that said that once he puts his stuff in, they still have the right to... uh, Once he puts his stuff in, that's considered a... Uh, change of mind, therefore he's all said, that's the way they did not make hazakah. And therefore when it says in the Mishnah, it doesn't mean it means that he he gave his reshut over and they made a hazakah. It means he just relinquished his reshut, but they did not make a hazakah. So that we have two answers. Comes the Gemaran and says, (coughs) a proof to this concept that there is a difference between if they were zokheh or not. Meaning if they made hazakah or not. The Gemara says, This is a proof. This is not a question. We learned in a b'rita. Now, this b'rita over here, the proof is actually from the sefa of the b'rita, but we're going to read the entire b'rita. The first case over here is talking about a Jew that's living in the uh, Hazer, and he forgot to make the aruf. And we know the law is, that when one Jew in the Chaser forgets to be part of the Eruv, he has the right the ability to oser everybody else. Because the whole concept of the Eruv is what? You have a shared area. The Chaser is a shared area. So you need everybody to be one in order to allow carrying. Midra Banan, of course. Midra I think, carrying the Chaser without a problem. necessitated Eruv. So if one guy didn't join, so he's a separate uh, entity, so he's oser everybody else. So the braita says batanya, we learned the braita. Ad Natan reshuto. Right, uh, let's say he did not relinquish yet. Lonatan reshuto. He did not give his reshuto over to the other members. Hotsi bin bishogig Ben bimizid. And what? He took out his goods. The fellow that forgot. He took out his, you know, his stuff into the Chatser, whether he did it Bishogig, or whether he did it Bimezid, Yachol levatel, He still has rights to be levatel his Reshut. What's the Hadush? The Hadush is like this. We're talking about where he brought his goods into the Chatser on Shabbat. So therefore, this guy technically now is called a Mumar, the Halel Shabbatot. This guy now, show, he reaches, he's carrying. Not allowed to carry, so he went out. He took the stuff into the Hatzer. on Shabbat, and he's bringing it into the Hatzer. So the Hidush is even so. Now the guy's considered a Mechalesh, he has no regard for Shabbat. Obviously, how do you bring his stuff into the Hatzer? He's not allowed to carry. Albeit it's only Yisud in a banana, but it's Yisud nonetheless. So the Hidush of the first part of the B'laita is. Whether he took out the stuff, where he did it on purpose. However, he is still able to be mibatel. Meaning, he does not have a deen of a nukhri. Again, let's review. A nukhri, the only way to get him out is, you have to buy him out. You have to rent him out. However, a Jew relinquishing rights is enough. Hidush of this statement, which is the bimi'ir, is even if the guy is a le lehalel Shabbat, how do we know Shabbat that he went on Shabbat and carried and put his stuff in the Hasir, Still, he has rights to be mevatim. So that's the kiddush of Rabbi being in the first statement of the Braita. Rabbi Yehuda, be shogeg, yachol lebater, eno Rabbi Yehuda is bechalak That's it's one thing. He can still mevatim. He's still considered a Jew. But once you do be you're uh, you're a going now. Now, already, he b'challal Shabbat like that on purpose. You have a of a goy. Mevatel is not going to work for you. And that's the first part of the bright. And we're going to go back to this deed of a mumar a moment But we want to get to our proof. Second part of the bright reshuto. Now, he relinquished his rights now, let's say. One Jew forgot to make eruv. Now, he didn't join. in what did he do? He relinquished. Mishnatan reshuto vehotzi. And after he gave over his reshut, he carried into the hatzer, which is okay, which means which means well actually it's really not okay because once he gives over uh, well, his reshut, technically he's allowed to carry in the hatzer. He uh, question if he can carry from his house. He's really allowed to carry from his house, but the point is ben ben right? No matter how he took this stuff out into the hatzer. What's the deen? He's all said, everybody. Why? Because it's considered hazara. It's considered as if he retracted. Now, you remember on yesterday's daf, we explained. We understand if he he, made, he relinquished his rights to the chassid. Good. Now already they're able to carry. Then he went on Shabbat and he brought his stuff back into the chassid. That shows what? I changed my mind. If he doesn't bimizid, we understand the logic. We learned on yesterday's that even if he doesn't it Shogeg, it's considered a retraction. Mm-hmm. Now, what's the logic? He didn't Shogeg. He didn't really want to retract. So we learned, and one of the explanations was, it's a gezerah. Meaning, they made a gezerah that if we let the guy uh, get away with retaining ownership uh, when it is... I'm sorry, if we, if we consider it still a relinquishing, when he put it Shogeg, we might still consider relinquishing ownership when it is bemezid, And if we made a gezerah, shogeg, to mezid. That's the explanation. Even when the guy did it for shogay, we're going to consider it... Because logically, it's not giving it up. When, you, when the guy, by mistake, brought something into the Hatzid, maybe he didn't want to give up the haser, give his or take his rights back. I mean, that wasn't his kabana. It's a mistake. Doesn't matter. Once the guy brings something into the Hatzid under all circumstances, according to Rabi Mi'ir, it is considered as if he took back his rights... And therefore, it's going to be osir. The Omer, Bimizid b'mezid osir b'shogeg and osir. Ah, the that doesn't make a gezerah. The says no. B'mezid is considered taking back, but shogeg no. He didn't make this gizera shogeg atu mezid. And now the right bottom line proof. Pemid evarim When was all this said? That uh, Ezo said on his under the shoot b'sheloi hazikub bnei mavui so you clearly have the bright, uh, that makes that haluk between hazaka. Uh, if the uh, members of the Had uh, made hazakah doesn't matter what the guy did. even if he brought out Bimizid, once they made hazakah they limit his retraction. Oh, but if they didn't make hazaka, then already uh, we have the makhluk and their and the and the Bihuda. And the the Meir says, his retraction is viable. What the e. says, does Shogeg, no, no, yes, but the Haluk is what? The Haluk is, did they make Hazakah or not? After they make Hazakah, I mean the after his relinquishing of ownership of the Hatzir, they went and put something in the Hatzir, it's over. The hazakah does not allow him to retract. Proof, huh? On Shabbat. Yes, she points out that on Shabbat they have to put something in the Hasid. It would not help if they put it uh, before, because the Eruv does not kick in until Shabbat. Comes the Gemara and continues Amar Mor. Now we're going back to the Braita, The Braita we opened up today's daf with. In that Braita we had an opinion of Rabbi Yehuda. The way he explained the story of Rabban Gamli'il. Yeah, the told the story that he had a tzeduki in his haqsaer, uh, and uh, his father told him, bring out the stuff before this uh, despicable guy uh, brings out his stuff. So the had a different version of what happened. So we're going to analyze that now. Amar we learned the Omer, Bilashon He had a different version of what the Gamliel told his sons. Maharu bemavui. When he was telling his sons, listen, you better go do what you have to do in this mavui before it gets dark. Because once it gets dark, this siduki is oser you. Why? Very good. Because he's considered a goy. And a goy doesn't help relinquishing rights. The only way to get out the goy is renting. And they didn't rent from this siduki, And therefore... You're stuck, so therefore do what you have to do now, because once Shabbat starts, automatically this Sudduki is going to be Osir. why? Alma Nukhriyu. Implying that what? The Sudduki has a deen of a Nukhri. Mm-hmm. So Gemara and says, How is Rabi Uda able to say this? Veha Anan Ajelu Yotzitnan. If you'll go back to our Mishnah. Our Mishnah also brought Rabbi Yehuda, and in the way we have Rabbi Yehuda, of the Mishnah, Rabban told his sons, make sure you do your needs in the Mavui before the Tzeduki brings his stuff out, implying what? That really he has rights to relinquish. And the only concern was what? <laughs> that the, 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 the Tzeduki has rights to change his mind. From this way of the Braita, it's mashma. he doesn't even have rights to relinquish it all. He's a nohri, and therefore he's Osir once it becomes dark. From the Mishnah, No, he's only Osir until he brings stuff out. So make up your mind. Rabbi Yehuda, how do you reconcile the Braita to the Mishnah? Is it Sidduki considered a Goy, or is he considered a Jew? So the Gebarah says, oh, We can answer this. One answer. Which means we could interpret the Mishnah to make it consistent with the Brayta. Which means when it says, take care of your stuff, it means, which means before the day passes. Once the day passes and now it's night, you're stuck. Because bottom line, this guy's considered like a Goy. So the Brayta said, and the mm-hmm. bishta says, mm-hmm. Basically, it's the, the same thing. And according to that understanding, a siduki will have a Deen of a Nukhri. Another answer. Kan shabbatot Kan shabbatot Okay, so it depends. It depends what type of siduki this guy is. There are tzidukim and there are tzidukim. There's a that they all don't believe, that's clear. That's perush of a tzidukim, they do not believe in the tzidukim out And therefore in all the takanot al-hakamim. But some of them are not as uh, outspoken or flagrant as others. And therefore, if you have a tzidukim that's only a mehalil shabbat, b'tzina'a, meaning, and I will give an example of bitzinaah, but he does it in private, so this guy will still be considered like a Jew. And therefore what? He does have rights to relinquish his rights to the other members of the Hazer. And that will be the interpretation of al Mishnah. That's what Rabbi Nebel told his sons. Listen, he has rights to relinquish, but get your stuff out there. Do what you have to do, because this guy can back out. And once he backs out, you know, that's going to be considered a change of eyes. The Braita that said it's automatically Osir, once Shabbat comes, that's talking about a Mumar, that's Mehalel Shabbat, the Farhesha. means lightly, in public, he doesn't care. So that guy is considered like a Nukhri. So that would be the Chiduk to answer the Stirah. Uh, Qazi Gilbaran says, Keman Azla Hadetanya. We have a Braita. The Braita says like this. Mumar. Now, Umumar is literally called a rebel. You know, somebody that uh, transgresses an uh, Isur of the Torah. Umumar v'gilui panim. Gilui panim is a guy that's a uh, mechutsaf. Arrogant. He's an arrogant uh, guy. The, he also does Isurim. At this point, we're assuming it's two different guys. You have Umumar. Just the guy who transgresses uh, is studying the Torah, and you have a Gilu Panim, an arrogant guy. enu He does not have the right to be Batil to shoot. Meaning, as a dean of a goy, so the Gemara says, "Hold it, Gilu Panim, Mumar have it." That is a Mumar. A Mumar is Gilu Panim, chutzpah, meaning Loich He transgresses the the sins without any uh, any compunction, any, any guilt. So what are you making it like? It's two different people, you guys. Okay, you're right. Elamumar bigilui panim. We're talking about a mumar that commits his sins bigilui panim, meaning b'fareshia. Right? Because didn't we just learn that there's two types of uh, mumars? There's a the guy that does it. the uh, this guy does b'fareshia? So you have a mumar bigilui panim, and what does it say? He does not have rights to make bitul, meaning as a deen of a goy. Who's it going like? Which means, that goes like the Yehuda. Very good, like we just learned. Like we just made the Hilu. Whereas according to Rabbi Meir, we said over there, even if the guy brings out uh, stuff on Shabbat, which means, still, if already they made a Hazakah, so already the guy does not have the ability to uh, make, uh, there's no Hazar evidence his, his, his rights are, uh, are are relinquished. I mean, according to Bimi'id, he did not make a chiluk between Mehalil Shabbat b'farhesya or not. Always a tzeduki has a deen of a Jew, whereas the Be'udah made the chiluk, meaning it depends if he's a b'farhesya guy or he's a an uh, guy. That was the difference. comes the Gemara and says... <coughs> there was a guy on Shabbat, a story, a guy on Shabbat went out with a flask of besameen, of herbs. <coughs> we learned the a at Shabbat, used to do that. They used to wear around their neck, let's say, a little flask with the herbs in it for a smell. Problem is, it's considered carrying. It's not considered a malbush. It's not considered a takshit. And therefore, technically the guy was carrying on Shabbat. He's walking down the street, he sees the Be'udah Nasi. Walking down the street. He got embarrassed. So what did he do? Kessieh. He covered it. He the rabbi doesn't catch him the carry. So listen to what the BeYudah said. Amar. Kegonzer Reshut Amazing how the rabbis saw everything in the light of Halakha. He said, oh, this guy over here, this is considered b'chalal shabbat b'tsin'ah. He's a mumar b'tsin'ah. Why is he He, he b'tsin'ah? He's embarrassment. He covered it up. So so this guy, according to the B'Yahuda, if this guy would be living in a chaser, he would have the ability to relinquish reshut, and therefore, uh, you know, he can allow the other people in the go. He's not considered a goy, this guy. So you see t'sin'ah, means that the guy has a certain... Embarrassment in front of the hakami mean, when it comes to the Shabbat. Comes again and says, Amar Rab Hunah. Ezehu Yisrael Mumar. Okay, what is considered a Yisrael Mumar? Now, Yisrael Mumar t- technically is like a, a Jewish uh, rebel that, you know, he has certain, certain laws. Uh, uh, for example, a Mumar... <coughs> His uh, korbanot are not korbanot. Even if he sanctifies a korban that doesn't have uh, kedusha, uh, he has laws of his shehitah not being a Shahita, uh, His yayin uh, being uh, you know yayin nesech. So there's all laws that apply to a mumar. So what makes a Jew a mumar? It's this this rebel that's really considered almost like a like a goy. So the Gemara says who <laughs> a guy in public, finished. That is considered emumar. Yamarah says, Keman, who's this coming like? If it's following the opinion of the year, that says the amar <laughs> if a guy already is suspected on one of the laws of the Torah, you can't trust him on any of the laws. For example, let's say a guy is hashud, that he doesn't take tirumot and ma'asro. A hey guy uh, not careful when it comes to that. So therefore you have to suspect him that he's not keeping the laws of Shemitah as well. Meaning once the guy is suspected on one law, he has a deen of suspicion, I and mean, then he cannot testify on any of the laws of the Torah. So if, the, if, if it's following that opinion, mm-hmm. Why are you telling me that to become a Mumar, you have to be a Shabbat? But according to the Bimi'id, it should be anything. Which means, once already he's suspected not to fulfill one any, law, any of the laws of the Torah, that should make him a Mumar. Because he says, Hashud on one item, makes you suspected on, Everything else. So why then does the Gemara say that only a so cannot be the b mi'ir? So Gemara says, So maybe it's the opinion of the rabbis over there. Ha they said no. Hashud lo Meaning they hold that if a person is suspected on one item in the Torah, he's only considered suspected for that item. And from this statement it's Mashmah that a mechalev Shabbat is hashud on everything. So we want to know who is the author of such a statement. So comes again and says that, what's the Rabbi's opinion? The Rabbi's opinion is you're not a mumar ad them, um, that's I mean. until you are a rebel for abu Which is, once a guy worships abu nazara, finish. That's that's he yeah, out for everything. Yeah, that, that's the worst avon you can do. Not ready. You're not trusted on anything. But until you do avodazara, which is the all-inclusive one, you're still, it's, it, it goes one by one according to Rabbanan the So therefore, you're saying, what are you talking about? Here okay, we're saying what? A Mehalil Shabbat mihaleshya sounds like he's mihalil Shabbat. He's everything. He's out. If it's the Bimi'ir, why would you pick Shabbat? Any item knocks him out uh, totally. If it's Rabbanan, adreba. Only avodazara. Knocks told out totally as a mumar. But nothing else. So who was that statement going like? So comes again says, Amar, <coughs> Rab Nachman, Bari Yitzhak, Rabbi Yitzhak says, Amar. That which we said, A mumar, for the halal Shabbat, for we didn't mean he's uh, for everything. All we meant was for one specific item. Liten reshut, ulbatel which means, legabe We were discussing. she's uh, According to um, the bi'udah that we learned uh, above, we're going to treat this guy like a goy. And therefore what? He does not have the ability to uh, relinquish his rights to the members of the Hadza, nor do they have the ability to give him their issue. Because another option in a Hatser is what? If all the members, let's say, of the Hatser oh, yeah. go to one Muslim, we give you an hour to shoot. <laughs> so that's considered, he's the only guy there. Okay. So then he can carry, at least. doesn't work like that either. Which means, liten velitol. So therefore, let's review what that statement was said. That which says, if you're a mumar, halel Shabbat b'farhesya. So what did it mean? doesn't mean you're a mumar, leholatora kula. No. You're a mumar in the sense that if you're in a Hatser, you're a goy. And if you're a goy, then uh, the only way to get this guy out is through renting. Now, obviously, this guy's not interested in, in renting. Certainly, you would have a problem to rent for this guy on Shabbat. Even though we said, uh, for a goy, you can rent on Shabbat. For a Jew, it's more strict on Shabbat to do this renting. In any event, point is, the only way out is through renting. He's like a goy. And therefore, uh, he cannot uh, relinquish his rights to the Hatsits. So you're stuck. You're stuck. And who's that going like? That's going like the Bihuda. Because the Bihudah's opinion, you get to get the shitot. The Biuda's opinion was that a Mumar uh, or a Tzituki, that's a rebellious Jew, a Jew doesn't believe, his deen is like a Nochri. Mm-hmm. Where is it to be me? It is hell. No. the be me in hell that what? He's considered like a Jew still, and he has rights to relinquish. The only difference would be, before Hazakah or after Hazakah can he retract. Comes to on now and says Uch Hanya, we have a writer. Yisrael mumar, we have a rebellious Jew. Meshamer to Bashuk, he keeps Shabbat in the marketplace, in the public. If I yeah, he keeps the Shabbat. So then, Mibatil reshut, it, he's considered a Jew for all practical purposes. And therefore, he can be batil reshut when he is in the Hatzer. She'en o mechamer shabato But if he does not keep the shabbat in the marketplace, place? he is mechaler shabbat befarisya, eno o mevatil reshut. So he's considered like a goy. I Me peneish amru Yisrael notel reshut ve noten reshut uh, u benochri atchi yaskir. The Brait as explaining uh, what's the difference between if you consider him a Jew or a Nochri. If you consider him a Jew, he has rights to relinquish his chaser or receive the chaser from others. But if could consider considered a goy, the only way to get him out is through? Sekhirud. Geberah says, ketzad. Huh. Now the Geberah says, How do you the Side question. Uh, ha- how does somebody that wants to relinquish his rights to the, ha- to the other members of the chaser, how do you do it? Rind. Omer lo, no, he tells his uh, neighbors, Rishuti lecha. My right in the Hasid is acquired to you. Or you could say rishuti <laughs> lecha. My rishut is uh, nullified to you. Kana. <laughs> Finished. That's already considered kenyan. The end sarikh Point of the bride there is don't think you need a kenyan over here. I mean you don't have to take a handkerchief out and make kenyan sudar and shake hands. Say, oh, you know through this kenyan over here. Words are enough to make a, a relinquishment in the chassid itself. Is once already we establish either it's a Jew or a tzeduki that we consider a Jew. Now we're telling you the, the, the way of going about it. You just have to say it is shuti, b'vutele and that would be enough. Comes Gemaran says, So that's one way of explaining the statement. statement. The is the one that said, A mechaleel Shabbat and HaRishah is considered a mumar. Mumar for what? A that in a chaser, he's considered a goy, and therefore he cannot relinquish his <laughs> no, <it's> rights. <laughs> That's one way of understanding lavuna. Now Rav Asher is going to explain lavuna yeah. a different way. Rav Haytana Hu Da shabbat so, This opinion holds that in a kerameh, if the guys mechalel shabbat, He's a mumad for the whole entire Torah, meaning he's suspected now on every halakha, meaning his qurban is not a qurban, his ikdish is not a ikdish. Why? Because he holds that a person that's mehalel shabbat, the that is tantamount to someone that is worshipping idolatry. So it comes again and says, like we learned in a braita. Now, we're going to learn this piso uh, over here. Uh, where we actually learn the Deen of Mumar, is Pasukim by Vayikra, right in the beginning. So it says, I'm going to read you the whole Pasuk, Adam ki yakriv mikem korban la Hashem. That's what I was telling you, a person that will bring a korban to God. So the Gemara is going to make a derash now on the word, mikem, from amongst you. So the Gemara says, mikem. Right, it says, "From amongst you, velo kulchem Mikem. That means "from you," implying that there's certain groups in the Jewish nation that cannot bring korbanot. Who's that? Prat le mumar must be coming to exclude a mumar. Now we don't know which type of mumar, but it's coming to exclude a mumar. Cannot bring. meaning his hekdesh is not a hekdesh. The korban is. Uh, pasu. Good. Yeah. Now, the Pasu continues. Mikem, another derasha on the word. Same word, another derasha. Bachem, Hilakti, Velo, Baumot. Now, when it comes to Jews, Hilakti, I made a Hiluk between one Jew and another Jew. Certain Jews can bring Korbanot. Mumarim, however, cannot. Mikem, from you, there's a difference. However, when it comes to goyim, all goyim have a right to bring korbanot. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Well, we know already that goyim can bring, let's say, korban if they want to bring to the Betta haMikdash. Uh, they can. We accept all korbanot from the goyim. However, by Jews, that's what we make the haluk hey, between regular Jews and mumarim. <laughs> So comes again and says, a <laughs> behemah." Right? Pasu continues. What type of animal do you bring? So a behemah. Lehavi bin adam la behemah. So it's coming to tell you not what you're bringing, a <laughs> behemah. Meaning, even if the behemah brings the korban, a <laughs> behemah, he's the guy bringing the korban. Who's a behemah? In a guy that acts like an animal, meaning his, his rasha, still it says what? His korban is, except you can accept a korban from a behemah. Min a behemah lavi bin aadha madiru Mikan amu, from here the rabbis learnt, mikabbelin korbanot, mipush'i israel, keneshi ya'hzeru bitshuvah. Which means we, we do accept korbanot from the sinners of Israel in order to give them a chance to make the shuvah. I mean, we don't want to turn them away. Guy comes to the Beit Hamikdash with an animal, even though we know he's a Poshayah, he's a transgressor. Say, you know what? Take the Korban. We bring him closer. Maybe he'll make the Shuvah. (coughs) Chutz, except Menamumar v'mnasach Yain v'mechalal Shabbatod befarhesia, except for a Mumar. That's a rebellious Jew. That what? That pours wine on the Mizbaya, for or he's a Mechalal Shabbat befarhesia. All right, so that that's the bright, now the Gemara is going to analyze a lot of statements were made over here. So the Gemara starts off: Hagufa We have a stirah, a contradiction in the brighta itself. Why? Amar, <laughs> you started off saying Mikem Adam ki yakriv korban Mikem, and what you learn? Velo kol Leotzi, v'otzi etamumar that you cannot bring a korban from a mumar. V'adar tani mekabelim korbanim b'poshay then you tell me what? Mm-hmm. From here you see why you can bring a kurman from a rebel. from Make up your mind. Uh, what's a mumar and what's poshay israel? Uh, a sinner is a sinner. So can a mumar bring a Qurban uh-huh. Or can't he? So the Kabbalah kula. The Rishah that said you can't bring the kurman of a mumar. is talking about he's a mumar for the whole entire Torah. He doesn't keep anything. Mitziatah. The middle case Of Posh'i Israel, That's only a guy that's a mumar in one item So in one item he's a rebel You can't accept this question so The I wants to make a loop yeah. between No No Okay, okay So comes Qibbarah says that that's not going to work You're going to have to deal now With the third statement of the Vlite That said what? Except for a mumad that puts one on them as bayah, or we let's say is a mechalel uh, shabbat. So gibral says, "High mumad, heki What's what's the nature of this mumad that you're telling me you cannot accept? So gibral says, "I mumad lecholat torah." If it's Torah where he doesn't keep anything, I know Deja. that's the first case. Now the i le davare had, and if you tell me no, only one item. We just said in the middle case, you do accept. So now we have to reconcile the first case, the second case, and the third case. So the Gabbara says, kamar. So therefore, this is what the B'raita must be saying in the Sefa. To explain the Sefa. That what? <laughs> The Shabbat which we we're saying like this. <coughs> In the first case, it's talking about he's everything. He's uh, cannot bring. Second case, he says mumar the Good, he can bring. However, the last case is coming to tell you like this: that if a guy is mehalil Shabbat, it's putting it with Abu to teach you what. That a mi'a Shabbat is tantamount to yes. Abu Dazara, and therefore it's considered everywhere. One guy does Abu Dazara, that's that's everything. And therefore he's also going to be out. Shma'ah me now proof positive that what? That a Mumar le Shabbat is a Mumal Khala Turaqullah. So let's review that Brahda. You have three cases. First case is Mumal Khalakullah. Finish. He transgresses everything. Out. Quran's not a Qur'an. Second case, Mumal Dawari Had. But not for Shabbat. For everything. But Abu Dazir al-Shabbat, if you mumad Mumar al-Madabar al your Qur'an is a Qur'an. Seifa! <laughs> if a guy is minasekh or mihalil Shabbat, that is equal. And therefore it's considered the Qullah Turakula, even Hailul Shabbat. And therefore his Qur'an is not a Qur'an. So we prove that what? The Shabbat is a mumad the Qullah Turakula. And we go now to the new Mishnah. Okay. Now, we learned the uh,
1: same concept, Shabbat and Abu
0: Dazara. Correct. Comes the Mishnah further and says, we're learning a case again, where again we talked many times, the <coughs> Jew in the hatzir forgot to join in. So that's what said, the rest of the members of the hatzir. So now we're going to discuss some of the laws that apply to a member of of the Chatser that did not Ma'ariv <coughs> <not have>. Right, comes <laughs> again what it says Mishnah And she Members of a Chatser She Shakach She Shakach ehad One of the members forgot to join in the Ayruv Ve'lo'ilev Asur Melehaknis hutsi Lo Ve'la'hem so now, we have to discuss who can carry where when one member uh, did not join in. So it says it's forbidden to carry from the Chatser into his house. Okay? He relinquishes his rights to the chaser. But his house is going to be, he's still living in his house. So therefore, he's, he's still there. So they cannot go from the Chatser into his house. um No, which is nor can they take stuff out of his house into the Hatzir, Vilahim, and uh, for them as well. The however, regarding everybody else in the Hatzir, Mutarim lo Vilahim. Everybody else, they can go from their house into the Hatzir, and as well as the guy that forgot to be part of the Iroov and he relinquished his right, he also now, because he's considered one with everybody else, means he relinquishes his rights. So he can go into their homes and take stuff out. So the only area that's asud is to go from the guy's house who forgot and into the house to him and them. Both sides are Asud. So let's read that again. Be, uh, beto his house of the <laughs> mevatel asur me you cannot bring into his house umelozi who's asur to this mm-hmm. lo ve like lahim him and everybody else nachatzir veshelahim <laughs> but the homes of the others mutarim it is permissible who to who lo ve like lahim good huh? lo ha right. if you're enjoying Jewish rights that's right that's why the Mishnah says. Uh, doesn't say, it, but that's what it's talking about. Correct. Mm-hmm. The next part, Natnu lo reshutan, the opposite. Instead of him relinquishing his rights to them, they gave him their rights. You can go know, the other way also. You got, the end game is you want to make one dweller over here. So now the rest of the members of Hatzer told the guy, listen, all our shoot now belongs to you. So now what's the parameters? So they say what I says, Natnu lo reshutan. What's the deen? Who mutar? Well, he can uh, carry uh, uh, from his house to the asudeen, But they cannot carry from any of the homes. Not their homes and not his home. He's permissible because everything belongs now. To him. In the sense of what, he can carry from his house into the chatsir. He can go into their homes because they're still living there. So the only thing that that will alleviate, the Gemara will explain it, that what? He can go from his house to the Chatser. Only him. They cannot go from their homes to the Khatzer nor can they go from his house. Now we're going to see why they cannot go into his house. And the Gemara will explain that. Comes the Mishnah continues. Interesting case now. Hayu shenayim? Till now we only discussed one guy that forgot to join the Eruv. Mm-hmm. Now what if you have two guys that forgot to join in the Eruv? Osrin ze alze. So now <coughs> they o on each other, bitul does not work. Bitul only works. One guy could mivatil. But two guys could not mevatil. Or for that matter, you cannot mivatil to him. Meaning you can't go to the two guys and say, We're i are shoot to you. No, and then one of the two guys will mevatel to the other guy, that doesn't work. And it's going to be a two-step process. You have seven guys in the Hatsir, two guys in uh, no. joining the Ayrub. So the five guys will tell the two, listen, we relinquish our rights to both of you guys. Good. Now it's owned by two. There's still Hatsir. It's two guys in the Hatsir. Let one of those two now tell each other, I ah, listen, the rights that I just got, I'm giving all to you. So technically you moved it from two guys to one guy. No Mishnah good. says, no good. Doesn't work. Why? M- Mishnah gives a rule. What's the rule? The rule is noten notnim notlim Where one guy he's able to relinquish and he's able to receive. However, a two guys they're able to relinquish. Why not two guys? I can say I'm going to give we give our rights. However, they cannot receive reshut. Meaning they cannot receive the shoot, and then mevatel one to the other. And again, when I want to explain why. Okay, that's the thing. That's a klal. does it work? Next part of the mishnah. Me'ematai notnim reshut. Okay, now we discuss what you, all these concepts are. Really, we touched on in the pidg, but now we're seeing it in its source. When when is bitul reshut effective? Until what point could you be mevatel your reshut? So the Gemara says, Mishnah says, Bet Omrim be Bet says bet has to be done before Shabbat starts. Mm-hmm. <coughs> U Betelil Omrim, Meshach Hashicha. says even after it gets dark, meaning after Shabbat starts, you realize oh one of the guys is not part of the Eruv, no problem. The Betul no. no. and it, even on Shabbat, mm-hmm. so that's the Machlok of bet and Betelil. Last part of the Mishnah. Reshuto. All right, guy was Mevatil Now everybody else in the Hatzir was able to carry. But what happened? Behotzi. We saw this as well. The guy that was Mevatil now brought stuff out into the Hatzir. Mm-hmm. You have to remember, we just learned that he's not allowed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? He relinquished his rights to the Hatzir. Now, Ben Bishogig, Ben Ben Harezeh o Right? That's the question. Now again, there's two ways of learning this. And then we said this in the shiur already today. We said it in yesterday's shiur. Either the logic is, bimizid for sure you're relinquishing. Not relinquishing, you're retracting. The guy relinquishes rights. Now he goes, unchabat bimizid, brings his stuff back into the hatsir. So now already you're showing, I'm acquiring it back. So why show gig? So we said gezerah shogeg atu mezid. That was one way of interpreting uh, Rabbi Meir. Mm. But if you remember, there was another way of interpreting. We mm. held that Rabbi Meir is the, holds of the opinion of mebetlin U mebatlin Let's review that principle. Mebetlin vechazrin mebatlin was what? That on Shabbat you're able to. Mivatil back and forth to each other. Oh, right. You have members of the Hasid. One guy needs to, one guy you forgot, let's say, to join in, right? Mm-hmm. Alright, I'll mivatil my rights to everybody else, for they can carry. Good. They're finished carrying? Okay. They can come back now and say, alright, we midvatil our rights back to you. Now you can carry. Yeah, they can come back, back right. and forth as long as you want to the b'chuzim Now what does that tell you? The only way that would work, this principle, is so long as he still has some rights in the chazid, which means you cannot do this principle to a stranger. Say a stranger walks in from the street, oh, you know, I'd like to have full rights. Okay, we're mevatil to you. You're not part of the chazid. You have to be part of the, a member of the chazid. Now, if you would hold that once the guy's mevatilized in his shoot, he's considered out. That's it. I'm out. No, I'm not, I don't live here. I'm, I'm considered a guest. So therefore, they can never mevatil it back to him. Obviously, if you hold the batim and he still has a piece there. which means bottom line, he's still living in his house. Okay, so therefore, he has a, He's not considered, as we said yesterday, last night, he's not considered misulak. He's not considered totally removed from the, from the uh, from the oh, So therefore, Rabbi Meir must hold of that opinion. Why? Because he's saying here, the guy was mevatil is a shoot. Beautiful, mevatil is a shoot. Now. He walks into the on Archabad, and he puts his stuff in. What is that considered? Acquiring it back. You can only acquire it back if you're still considered in the Hatzir. So therefore must be to be me. It is the opinion that says, <laughs> and since he still has a connection, technically he can still make a Hazayah. Whereas the last opinion of the Mishnah is the Bihuda. The oser, En oser. Two ways of learning the Be'udah. Either he doesn't gozer, shogeg atu mezid, or he subscribes to the opinion that says, that what? En hozrin, en mebatlin, ve'hozrin mebatlin. Meaning you're not allowed to, uh, back, we're back and forth with the b Why? Because once the guy is mebatel, you're, you're out. You left the Hazir. You're relinquishing Puts you as an oreyah. You're not considered a guest, yeah. and therefore, once you're out, yeah. they cannot give you the Now Who are you giving me? You're a stranger, and therefore, <coughs> carry that further. If a guy himself was Batil the shudah, now he wants to go put his stuff in the hatzir, means nothing. You're not in the hatzir. You're putting stuff in the hatzir is not going to gain back, gain or back or unless, unless you did it bebezid. Bebezid, as we're going to explain, is already considered a, uh, a, 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 a taking yeah. back even according to uh, Rabbi Yehudah. And we'll explain that. Comes again what says. says. Oh. So we start with the first deed in the Mishnah. Okay? Single guy forgot to make his uh, eruv. So what did the Mishnah say? Beto hu Which means he's not allowed to carry from his house. Into the Hatzir. As a matter of fact, uh, they cannot carry from his house as well His house is off limits Okay, yeah. ha chatser Sharia Which means His rights to the Hatser oh, sure. Obviously are not I mean, that, That's what we gained over here But by relinquishing his rights They're allowed to carry Now in the Hatser Okay Which is no problem They can go from their homes Into the Hatser As the Mishnah said So the Gebel I wants to know hechidamir, What's exactly the scenario? What happened here? I de batel, if the guy was me is reshut, reshoot, beto amay asur. And once he's me beteil, he mebatel. Your house should be permissible also. I de lo batil, if it's talking about where he wasn't me beteil, amay sharia. Why is hatsir permissible? Because the gemara well, is assuming it's either all or nothing. Mm. If you me beteil, the house should be mutar like the hatsir is mutar. Mm-hmm. If you weren't me then of course even the hatsir. Should not be permissible. So the giver says no. Very simple. <laughs> you remember that he didn't even tell everything. He's I'm relinquishing my rights to the chaser, but I'm holding on to my uh, to my house. Now the kasavri rabbanan and the rabbi is moshol. It's not a kama. He moved until the shoot chasero, the shoot beto, no betel. You don't think once you have tell your rights to the chaser, the house goes with it. Why? Because, because the rabbis hold, people will live in homes even if they don't have access to the chaser. As opposed to the Bili Ezir. Bili Ezer argues on this as we learned. He goes, no, no, no. A guy doesn't live in a residence if you have no rights to the chaser, so it's an automatic. Once you give up home, sorry, once you give up chaser, the house goes with it. But Obviously, you see the rabbis in this mishnah, don't hold it at. It's possible to give up the chassir and keep the rights of the bayit. Comes the Gemara and continues to explain the Mishnah. mutarim. Lo, Good. Their homes are permissible to carry from into the chassir for them and for him. Gemara says, which means, uh, the Gemara's question is a little deeper. Can okay, ask questions like this? By allowing him to carry in some form into the hatzir, let that be considered as if he's reacquiring the hatzir. Which means we should say that this Shokhayach that was Mivateem, he shouldn't be allowed to carry whatsoever. Now that we're saying, no, from your house you can't carry, that's for sure. But from the other houses in the hatzir, you can. So we're saying he shouldn't be allowed to. Why? Because once he already starts bringing stuff back into the chaser, change let that, exactly, let that be considered as if it's a change of heart. Because he's using the chaser again. Oh yeah, you just, you just relinquished. You relinquished. How could you let it, it's not yours. Now you're relinquishing, am I still letting you use it? My tama. Uh, what's the reason? So the Kabbalah says, Tehave urayah gabayu. No, because He's a guest which is just like a stranger from the street if he walked in. Does he have rights to carry in the chaser? Yes. He has rights even to go into the homes. It's not considered as if now he owns the chaser. Once he relinquished now, carrying is not going to consider it that he uh, reacquired it back. Kamzah Gameran says, lo <coughs> opposite case. They gave the reshut to him. Take case. Five guys in the Hatzir. Four guys give it to one guy. Okay? So the one guy owns it. So what's the deen? So the Mishnah says, lor shutan, umutar. He can carry from his house into the... No. 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 He can carry from his house into the Hatzir. They cannot do anything. They cannot carry enough from their homes and not from his home. So the question is why? Why? why can't they go to his house? Right? They should be, at least be permissible just like he was permissible to go to their house. They should be permissible to go to his house. So the Gabara says, which means why don't you consider them the like guests, meaning... If a guy comes from outside the hatzeh, he's allowed to carry from the different homes. So once they were de shoot, they should be permissible to carry from his home into the Hatzir. So comes the Gemara and says, Had hamisha have Hamisha had lo have Which means, one guy that's mivatil to five, we consider him a guest. However, it's not the derech of uh, five guests over to one guy. Okay. So therefore, these guys of Ibatir, the guy has one guest, okay, fine. But they have five guests, it's not Shekhiyah. Uh, and therefore, these guys are not considered Oreyah. Therefore, their home is forbidden. Because again, they still have, uh, they're still living in their home, so they cannot carry from their home. Nor can they carry from the homes of the rest of the members of the chaser So that means, Habishal because they're not guests of one man. Because normally uh, you don't have so many guests that stay by one guy. And therefore, um, what's going to happen is, uh, let's finish the thought. Finish the thought. And therefore, if they are going to go into the guy's house and carry into the chazir, it's going to be considered as if they reacquired it. And therefore, they're going to oser on them again. Understand? Which is why it comes to the other case of one guy. We let him go to the other house. Like a you know, they're not a guest. One guy, I'm a guest by them. One guy stays by the uh, house. But now these five guys are guests by one guy? No. Adaba. When are they going to go in and start carrying? Like now already, they took their to shoot back. <speaking in> Shma' <Spanish> What do you learn from all this, Sabotai? You learn from this principle. Mebatlin vehozrin me mebatlin which means you see over here in the from Al Mishnah, you see that since they could still make Hazara, that means they still have rights. So that shows you that in the Mahlokit that we learned, between Rab and Shemuel, from Al Mishnah, you see a clear Tanayic source that holds that even though you were relinquished, you still have rights to take back. So does that show you how was uh, uh, Shemuel able to argue on a Mishnah? So cannot argue on a source. So it comes and says Haki This is what the Mishnah uh, means over here. that's let me explain to you good over here. What's the proof over here? The proof is like this. Our Mishnah gave two cases. Let's take one more minute and we'll explain and we're finished. Amishnag gave two cases. Case number one was where uh, the guy who forgot was Mevatil. And case number two was where they were Mevatil to him. At this point, we're assuming it's one case. So that's clearly a scenario of chozrim or oh. Let's review again. Guy forgot. Right? The only way out is... He can mevatel his rights to the Hatsay, to them. Good, he did it. Second case of the Mishnah, they can mevatel their rights to him. We're assuming at this point it's one case. Meaning, over the course of one Shabbat, or one he, of exactly, he was mivatil to them, and they were mevatel to, to him. So what does that clearly prove? <laughs> if you learn it as one case, it's beferush in the Mishnah. How did Shemuel lose an Amorah? Argue on the, the scenario. What the Gemara is going to answer is, no, 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 no. It's two separate cases. Uh, and that's what the Gemara says. Hakika Natnu lo Shutan me'ikara hu mutar mehen Which means, when it says natnu reshutan, it doesn't, meaning natnu reshutan, meaning that um, uh, they were mebatel, to t- 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 the one guy, doesn't mean... Uh, as an after no. he was with that to them. no, that's the beginning part of the case, it started off like that, and therefore each case stands alone. And if we have no to the principle of.